Welcome to another message of hope from Gateway Family Church. For more information or to contact us, please visit gateway.asn.au. Um, I want to invite one of my favourite people up. She is one of, one of your leaders. She's one of my best friends. She is one of the most kind, consistent people I've ever met, which means that you get the same Hannah today, tomorrow, every day, except for if she hasn't had coffee. So I've given her three coffees before she came up, so you get the best version of Hannah. So would you welcome Hannah to the stage? <laughs> What do we think of Delaney? She's alright. She's like sorted this. She's sorted this out. She's amazing. Well, it is nice to see you guys. Can you uh, see me? Which are you going to be staring at this one or, or me tonight? Yeah, I, I would too. And also, just for the record, like, oh, I was going to say I feel like tall against me too, but it's actually not that much shorter than me, which is a bit awkward. Um, Well, welcome. I am Hannah, and I'm going to say it because I can. I'm Hannah Gill now, which is pretty exciting. You guys might be wondering why I've got these um, cutouts on stage. I didn't just have them made because um, I like them, although they're pretty cool. There is a bit of a story. Do you want to hear the story? Well, I'm glad you cheered because I was going to tell you anyway. Um, This story is our our engagement or proposal story. So, uh, last year in September, my birthday was coming up and uh, Singe had a surprise um, for me. So he told me that we were going to have lunch with his parents. So I kept the day aside and I was like, okay, that's cool. Anyway, get a message in the morning or whenever he was supposed to pick me up and he said, change of plans, I'm not picking you up, Um, go to your car. I was like, this is weird. Although, side note, had gotten my nails done like that week just in case like it was going to happen. So surprise, but like any, any, any time now. Went to my car and I was like, what is this? Like, I was like, I thought... Maybe this is the time, I don't know. Anyway, opened my car, got in the car. There was this book there, and it was this catch-up photo album. And I was like, what is this? This, this better be the day, number one, because I was like, this is going to be really disappointing if, if this isn't the proposal. Like, and I'll be, having to, I'll be having to keep it together, like, oh, yeah, this, is, this was awesome. <laughs> When's the time? Anyway, get in the car, open the first page, and there's a note there, and it says... Um, Something along the lines of, I don't have it with me. Um, I know that you would prefer to, you would like to get more photos um, with us. We haven't had heaps of photos together because Singe hates photos, um, in case you don't know that. So after, grab, grab your phone, take heaps of photos. We'll, we'll post them on Facebook. It'd be great. Um, I thought you might want to catch up some memories with me. I'm like, oh, this sounds really exciting. So I'm in my car, drive to the first location, told me where to drive. Get there and I'm like, okay, am I ready for this? Like, is this it? I don't know. Like, is he going to be there? Get to this, like, it's called the Australian Gardens, which is, <laughs> just laughing at me. The Australian Gardens, which is like the Cranbourne Botanical Gardens. Side note, like a year before this, I was like, oh my gosh, the Botanical Gardens, that sucks. Like, who would ever want to go there? And he had turned around and like, I'm going to take you there one day. So... <laughs> Back to back to the day. Um, 
we're at the Australian Gardens. And I'm like, this is a joke. Like, of course, yes. He did actually end up taking me on a date there at another point. Um, I'm there and I'm like, okay, get out of the car. Um, I see some of my friends and I'm like, oh, I've got to find you. See them. Bestie and Shari were there. And I was like, they're like, follow me. I'm like, okay, I've got to get this photo. So walk down. And I see Sinjin standing there at the end of like this, this staircase and like there's heaps of people around. There's like heaps of tourists. And I see him and I'm like, oh, it's this guy. It's the two-dimensional version that I have to take a photo with. So I'm there like in front of everyone like, oh my God, this is great. Anyway. That went on for like four different locations. I went to the beach. I found Stacy with the cutout of Sinjin. Um, we went, we came to church at one point and I had to take a photo with him here, my old house. There was all these different places. And I'm like, this is so weird. Like, will I actually end up like seeing him today or is this just like this weird cutout day? Um, but then the, I turned the page on my book and it said, go to um, Arthur's seat. So I get there, I drive in, and I'm like, this is it. So I'm like trying to calm myself. Like, <sighs> I drive in, trying to get a park. It's actually, it was really hard. It was freezing day. I get a park, Singe is like standing there, real Singe. You don't normally need to classify that, but real Singe. Um, standing there like shivering, just like waiting. I'd been there for ages. Get out of the car, walk up. I'm like, hey. He's like, hi. Gives me this note, and it was lovely. It was great. And and then he gets down on one knee. I was like, ah. will well, I mean, you kind of know. Will you marry me? And I was like, yes, yes. This is exciting. And then so we're celebrating, and and then all of a sudden we like turn around and we see like these girls in this car. And they've just been sitting, like, watching, like, like Arthur's seat, look out, watching, and they're just like... <laughs> one, like, calls out the window, like, did he just propose? And I'm like, yeah! And then they, they screamed way louder than we had. It was like, part of the best moment ever was just these random girls getting really excited about seeing our proposal, which was awesome. But it was, it was a pretty great story. Then, yeah, look, Sinjin plans like a whole bunch of people to meet afterwards. We got to celebrate with them. And it was like the best day. He did such a good job. Why don't you give him a round of applause? <laughs> It was amazing and we did just get married and I have a photo for you. It's a little bit of not what you would think would be a classic wedding shot, but we did have a, a fun day and a jumping castle here, so it was, pretty, it was pretty cool. Anyway, why am I telling you this? Well, I guess that story is awesome and it, it shows like the good times and the fun times and all the exciting things, but... You know, the reality of dating, and that's what I'm going to be chatting to you tonight about, is that it's not always like that. It's not always fun. It's not always um, exciting. And you don't always hear about that. And um, some of you may or may not know that Singe and I actually dated three times. So we, we dated once, and we broke up. Actually, Singe broke up with me. Yeah. <laughs> We, we dated again. We both came to, we both came to a mutual decision that we, this wasn't going to work. And then we dated a third time. 
And by the third time, you know, we got it right. And I think we did because we got married and we're not breaking up. So it's great. He can't get rid of me now. Um, um, but you don't always hear about those things. And dating can be hard. And I guess to, uh, tonight, I just wanted to chat to you about how we can date well. So I've got three lies about dating, I think we're told, and three truths that I think would help us. So number one is... This is a lie, by the way. Is your life would be better because you have a boyfriend or a girlfriend. Has anyone ever thought that? Maybe, be honest. Yeah? Your life would be better because you have a boyfriend or a girlfriend. And this is not true. I'm sorry if that is something that you're still holding on to and I've just ruined it. But your life doesn't suddenly become um, just amazing or it's not, you know, butterflies and rainbows and um, unicorns, boys, I know that's what you guys are thinking. Um, in fact, I would say that adding a person to your life actually makes it makes your life a lot more complicated. You know, instead of just being able to plan your weekend and do what you want, you've got to start thinking about what this other person wants to do and maybe what their needs are and um, what their feelings are. You know, they're, they're, you have to spend time with their friends. You have to work out who their family are. And I know for Singe, my family were very different to his family. He, um, Singe is an only child and has his parents and his gran around. He likes to say that he was his, uh, his parents' favourite child. I think that's great. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, I think he is also. Um, and in my family, I'm the eldest and also the favourite. Just testing to see if my brother was listening. Um, but I have, I have one sister, I have two brothers, I have three stepsisters and four stepbrothers. So family is pretty different and that's pretty obvious at Christmas time. Like I said, it's more complicated. Now hear me on this, I'm not trying to give you the impression that like dating or relationships are bad or negative or make your life worse because that's not true. But I don't believe that a girlfriend or a boyfriend will magically make your life better. You know, it's fun to go on dates. It's fun to get to know someone and to have someone who wants to spend time getting to know you. And we all know that feeling when you've got that guy or that girl who's staring across the auditorium at youth or wanting to pray for you at face down or a quip. <laughs> You guys thought we didn't know, but we know. We were there. No. <laughs> we all like that feeling because dating is fun and exciting, but it won't make your life better. Lie number two, only date someone that you could see yourself marrying. Now, on the surface, this kind of sounds like, like it would be a, a good idea. You should date someone that you could see yourself marrying. But... We've all met someone who's got the list, you know, like the list of things that their, their potential um, husband or wife or girlfriend or boyfriend has to be. Um, you know, they've got to be tall, but they can't be too tall. They have to be strong, but like not too muscly because that would look a bit too weird. And I, I'm describing a man in my head, just so you know, that would be weird. Um, you know, they've got, to, they've got to be, like, close with their mum, but they can't be, like, a mummy's boy. They need to have, like, a sister so that you know that they can take care um, of kids. Um, they've got to have blue eyes. Like, all these weird kind of things. Anyway. 
<laughs> Did I just unconsciously like describe my brother? That's so weird. <laughs> Um, girls, if you've got older sisters, <laughs> he's single. Um, <laughs> but the truth is, as I mentioned before, dating's fun. But it's actually how you get to know someone. You don't need to know everything about someone before you decide to like date them. You get to know people on dates. You know, and I think sometimes as Christians, we take dating like too seriously. You know, we might be concerned that we want to marry the right person, so we, we feel like we can't date the wrong person. And my advice would be is don't write off someone because they aren't what you're expecting. You might find that God brings someone to you who exceeds your expectations. You might just need to get to know them. You know, lie number three, when we talk about boundaries, we're only talking about sex. And now I have your attention. This is great. <laughs> you know, sex is not the only boundary that we need to be aware of when dating. In fact, it shouldn't even be the first boundary that we're thinking of. You know, while I do believe um, that sex should be part of a relationship, and I, and I believe this and I know the Bible backs me up, that that relationship is marriage. But there are many other important boundaries that we need to consider when dating. Some of them are physical, you know, kissing or touching or holding hands are all part of a relationship. Um, but they don't need to be part, be part of dating necessarily. You don't need to make out with everyone on your first date. I think that might be a little bit too much. Your physical intimacy should match and reflect where you are in your relationship. And you know what? I'm intentionally, hear me when I say this, I'm intentionally trying to not be too prescriptive when I say that because I don't want you to hear that dating is a bunch of do's and don'ts. But what I will say is there is a difference between what happens in private and what goes on in secret. You know, and if this is something that you think you might, might be struggling with or you've just got questions about what it is I'm talking about tonight, I really encourage you to chat to a leader because we're not here to judge you. We're not here to um, make you feel bad. We just want to help you make really good decisions and decisions that will affect you for the rest of your life. You know, emotional boundaries are super important as well. Getting too emotionally involved too quickly can be unhealthy and super unhelpful for a relationship. They can, relationships can become unequal and unfair with each person, feeling like they've got to carry the other person's baggage. And I think you know what I'm talking about when I say that. You know, and the boundaries that your parents put on dating are really important. Your parents will generally have your best interests at heart. They care for you. And so it's not a surprise that they care about how you date, if you date, when you date. I know that you probably won't agree or be happy with everything that your parents have to say. I know I wasn't. I was a, a teenager once, and you do, you do disagree with your parents. But um, we need to be, um, as much as we can, 
following what our parents say for us because they are our parents and we respect them. You know what, and if you do really strongly disagree with something, I would, I would encourage you to talk to them. I would say that most parents would rather you come uh, into the conversation um, with your point willing to discuss it than just to you know, turn a, a blind eye and, and not want to talk to them at all about it. So there are three lies, but I've got three truths for us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Number one, when dating and being in a relationship, we've got, we have to be clear and communicate. Be clear with your intentions. You know, if you just want to be friends with someone, tell them you just want to be friends. If you're interested in someone, then, then maybe tell them that. Tell them that you want to get to know them more. There's nothing more confusing than two people being on different pages. And we've probably all been there ourselves. Be clear with what you want and then be okay with the answer. Now, I'm not saying, like, you have to tell everybody everything, like, oh, I think you're cool, I want to hang out, maybe we could get married one day. You don't have to be so upfront. Good luck, if that works for you, good on you. Um, but if you, you think that the other person isn't on the same page as you, bring it to light and talk about it. Communicate. Now, when you're dating, you're getting to know the other person, their likes, their dislikes, interests, hobbies, you know, things like their personality, um, their values, their beliefs and their family background will all affect the way that person interacts with other people and it will affect their expectations of a relationship too. And I know for Sinjin and I early on, I'm like an extroverted people person. I love like hanging out with people like all the time. That really like fills me up, energises me. And I, I just went into the relationship thinking that he would be the same and that he would want to spend time with people all the time, like all the time, spend time with me all the time. Um, and I learned pretty early on that that was like an un unrealistic and unreasonable expectation for me to put on him. But as I got to know him more and as he got to know me more, we were able to communicate that and find out what we could do together and what you know, when there was time that we, we needed to basically have time to ourselves, because that's super important as well. Communication is a key part of every relationship, and it doesn't stop after dating. Number two, second truth, pursue your soulmate. And that sounds kind of weird, um, but when I say pursue your soulmate, I'm actually not talking about the girlfriend or the boyfriend or the husband or the wife. I'm talking about Jesus. You know, at the centre of your life should be Jesus. He is the only one that can satisfy what your soul longs for. And that is a relationship with God. No relationship or person will ever be able to fulfil you, make you truly feel valued or accepted in the way that God does. You know, and this is true for single people. This is true for couples. Who are, this is true for people who are dating. This is true for people who are married. Everyone. You know, I think the phrase, 
I'm not dating, I'm just working on my relationship with God, is like a really strange phrase. Because, like, do you stop focusing on your relationship with God when you are dating? You know, sadly, sometimes I think we do. We get distracted. But we need to pursue Jesus as our soulmate and make him the centre of our lives. And my last truth is be a good friend. And you know what? That It's kind of not even related to dating. I don't mean that um, thinking um, that friendship should be like the first step of a relationship. I mean, I do think friendship's a great foundation. But I think before we even consider dating and relationships, we need to just learn how to be good friends, period. Before you have someone in your mind, before you're ready to date, let's practice being good friends. Treat those around you with respect, with kindness, and with love. And Jesus puts it simply when he says in the Bible, love one another as yourself. You know, treat each other as brothers and sisters in Christ, because that's what you are. You know, sure, we don't always get along, but we're called to love each other and to treat each other as brothers and sisters. So you guys can stand. You know, we're just going to continue. We're just going to continue this time um, in worship. I'm just going to pray for us. God, um, I thank you that you... You're always with us, Lord. And I just really ask that as we, as we navigate dating, as we navigate relationships, as we navigate being single, Lord, that you are always the centre, that you are always um, our soulmate, the one that we um, pursue, Lord, always the centre of our lives. In your precious name, amen. Thanks for listening to this message from Gateway Family Church. We hope you join us again for another great message next week. For more information or to contact us, head to gateway.asn.au.